When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. I think the Celtics can win only if Marcus Mark comes back. It's an absolute blast to get a chance to compete in the playoffs. That's what you work for. Uh, it's what you work for as a staff. It's what you work for as a team. And the players put in an incredible amount of energy throughout the entire season and had a great regular season. And so now they get to, you know, and some of them are going to play bigger roles than they thought. And they get to enjoy the opportunity to compete at the highest level. Celtics coach Brad Stevens, right after the season finale, Celtics knocked off the Nets. But obviously, most of Celtics fans were looking at what was going on around the NBA and trying to figure out who the Celtics were going to face in the first round of the NBA playoffs. And it couldn't have worked out any better than what we're seeing right now. Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks. You got the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Toronto Raptors destined to meet each other in the second round with the Celtics having to avoid both of those teams. But of course, first things first, we got to see what happens between the Celtics and the Bucks. And here's a breaking down. It's Joseph Pavone. That is me, Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra, and 
we have a special guest who we haven't talked to in quite some time, man. We got Zach Peliquin, who's uh gonna he, he's actually uh, patiently waiting for us to bring him in, and uh, I'm sure he's got plenty to say. Because what's it been like two months since we talked to Zach? It's been a minute. What happens when you start crapping on Marcus Smart? You get banned from the podcast. Is that what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Marcus Smart, we'll talk about when he comes back. Um, how he will impact this team, um, whether it's what's game six, game seven, that's what they're saying is the earliest. We'll, we'll talk about that, uh, how he could possibly change this series if he's able to come back in the first round. And of course, we're talking about, um, how these two match up against each other. You know, we got the Bucks, Celtics, you know, they, they met not too long ago, uh, towards the tail end of the, of the regular season. So this team has faced the Bucks without Kyrie Irving, even though they did drop that game. It was a competitive one. And, uh, we'll talk about what this means. Moving forward, we'll also talk about the rest of the Eastern Conference. We'll break down the playoff bracket in the East, and we'll head out West and uh, make our predictions, our first-round predictions as to who's going to win what. I'm pumped for this, guys. I mean, it's, this is that time of the year, fellas. This is when, uh, you know, uh, the, the for all the marbles. This is when the, the games mean the most. Uh, you know, playoffs. And this this is one of the better ones, right? You know, we, we got a lot of teams here that could have – a lot of these series could go either way, especially if we're talking about the, the Western Conference. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, all the playoff matchups this year are actually pretty riveting. There's not any, I mean, even that 4-5 matchup, the uh, Cavs-Pacers, that'll be a good series. I mean, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I still, I, I think the Celtics, so for the Celtics-Bucks, I mean, it looks like the, uh, you know, everything sort of started to fall into the way that is looking better for the Celtics, but I don't know, Antetokounmpo, still best player in the in the series. By far. Still on that edge, huh? Sean hasn't changed, huh? Not really. Still on that edge. Not really. No, you know, no, Sean's not buying I'm, into I'm not nobody's saying Celtics advancing the second now, round. Now, I will say. Really. He's I got will his feet say, dangling over the edge. He's just chilling, you know. I, I will say. Swinging his, swinging I, his feet. I will say that it is probably the most favorable first round matchup. Okay. So, it's better than facing the Miami Heat, right? Mm, uh, well, much better than playing the Wizards. If the Wizards would have right. beat you in Yeah, I think we five. established that last, last episode. I yeah. mean. Between the two teams, I don't know. It's, it's not the margin of which team is tougher is not that. It's not as big as some may think. We're, if we're talking between the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks, yep. But I think out of the two, I, I would give the edge a little bit to the Heat. But either way, I think if you're the Celtics, you're not facing the Wizards, and you got to be happy about that. It. That alone, you have to be happy about that. So yeah. I, I, I mean, we've talked about this probably you know over and over again, but it's all going to come down to the two young guys, really, for the Celtics. I mean, I do, I do want to see what playoff Marcus Morris looks like. Uh, I think that'll be interesting. I think mm. the Celtics probably uh, edge out, obviously on the defensive end. They're a better defensive team, even without Kyrie, uh, than the Bucks, but they also have more grit. You know the Bucks probably have more playoff experience, or it's probably much, pretty much a wash right there. Mm. You know when you think about yeah, it, it evens out. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a toss up. I mean, I, I'd be surprised if this series was one sided, one way or the other. But if, if you had to pick a first round opponent for the Celtics, it'd probably be the Bucks. I'm with you on that, Sean. Um, that and the, and uh, what you have to say about. Um, the Celtics' defense. I, I think if we're talking about the, the the concerns for the Celtics heading into the series, I think you have to be a little bit concerned about the offense. You know, you talk about Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris has to be what we saw, you know, not too long ago. He's got to be one of those consistent contributors. Um, I think the three-point shot is very important in the series. I think the Milwaukee Bucks did a really good job of forcing the Celtics to uh, shoot from the outside, shoot their way into that game um, not too long ago in April. And and I think that that's what ultimately uh, helped the Bucks 
come out of that one with the win. I, I think the Celtics came up short with a lot of three pointers down the stretch. I think they forced guys like Morris, guys like Tatum to uh, take jump shots. They took away their lanes. They, they, they clogged the middle. You know, they made it really hard for, for guys like Tatum and Jalen Brown to go inside where they feel really comfortable off the dribble. And I think that's the same kind of, um, strategy that they're going to go with heading into this first round series. Joel, what do you think? I mean, I think because of, uh, so much focus on, on the Greek freak, I don't know. I feel like it's not going to be that like his coming out party. Mm. I don't think he's, he, I don't think he, he's developed a killer gene yet. I think he's too nice of a, of a superstar right now. Well, I think this is the, this is the series where his fan I think base, it is going to be his coming out yeah, party. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was just going to say, I think this is the series where it's like, okay, this is it now. Like like, you, you're, you're ready now. You're, you've, you've, we've groomed you up until this point. You've shown that you're, you know, not only one of the elite players in this league, but one of the emerging superstars who's expected to be, quote unquote, the LeBron after LeBron. So I okay, think this so then this series where he's supposed to make that leap. How, how, how did the Celtics stop LeBron before he became, before he became a champion? You shut everybody else down, right? Sure. Yeah. I think that's going to be this time around. He can I mean, he could go this, off for thirty this points. Team's better than those Cavs teams, though. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, Eric Bledsoe depends which Cavs teams. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Neither here or there, I guess. I, I mean, some Cavs team. We talking talking about like the early KG Paul Pierce era, or you're yeah. talking about the last Cavs team, uh, the 2010 team before he he went to Miami. The team that oh. won 60, 60, over sixty games. That team. Yeah, because you're you talking about. I'm talking not, about supporting cast. Well, well, you're not talking about. Take LeBron. Out. I'm not, you're not talking about when he came back home, LeBron teams, right? No. That team was a way more talented. You're no, talking about no. the. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, what early, early cast for LeBron. But I, I don't know. I think this is going to be a big series for Antetokounmpo. He's obviously the best player in the series. He has something to prove. I mean, last year he did have a pretty good playoff. Uh, I think he put up like 25 points a game last year, but then they got, they got trounced in the first round. I mean,. What team are the Bucks? What team is the Bucks? <laughs> I don't know. Who are the say. Bucks? Who are the Bucks? What are the Milwaukee Bucks? What's who, their identity? Who are who? these Bucks? Okay, yeah. No, but seriously, who are they? Are they are they a team that we thought coming into the season, right? Coming into the season, I think everybody had really high expectations for the Bucks to be maybe pushed into that top five category in the East. I think a lot of people had him like top three. That, seriously, because like, this is supposed to be the breakout year for Francis Kupo. Yeah. He had a breakout year, yeah. and they're still in the seventh spot. Right. Well, yeah. they're also anticipating. Uh, Chris Middleton to be healthy all season Sure, long. which I think he's Jamari a problem. Parker was going Chris to take Middleton's it up a big problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just re- remember the second game of the season, Celtics lose their home opener to the Bucks. I think it was like a four-point loss. And everyone was like, yep, Johnson DeCoupo, he's here. And it's like, really? Wow. Yeah, we were also <laughs> reeling. That was a good game, too. That was the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, <laughs> reeling off the Gordon, off the Gordon uh, Hayward yeah, injury. Yeah, so, um, but, yeah, I, I do I do think this is going to be sort of a breakout session. So the thing about Antetokounmpo is he can't turn the ball over because I think if there's one way you can sort of slow him down is with the turnovers. And Brad Stevens will definitely have a game plan in place you dare, to you, slow You kind of dare down. him to shoot. Yeah, but at the same time, he's dare literally can take two steps from the three-point line and, and dunk. So, I mean, it's pretty – it's hard to, like, force mm. him to do anything. You know look, what I mean? Look for look for Aaron Bynes to yeah. be huge in this series. Was that yeah. an Australian accent? What all of all of Australia. All right, let's get to our <laughs> guest of the uh, show, uh, Zach Pelican. Zach, I haven't talked to you in a while, man. What's new, bro? How are the kids? How's everything going? <laughs> <The kids. laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Not too bad, my man. Not too bad. You know how it is. Work catch, catches up to you, and uh, you, know, you just don't get to enjoy things anymore. Days, <clears throat> huh? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, you better. You can't let him say sucking a dick. And I, every time I say sucking a dick, I get, nah, Jamal, I get yelled at. He'll, he'll edit that one out. All right, yeah, but, Zach, but, but, but please keep saying it, though. I appreciate you know, that. Let's, let's, let's catch up a bit. How do you feel about this young group, guys who have never been on the big stage, you know, with such a huge role on the second best team in the Eastern Conference, heading into the playoffs and facing a team like the Bucks with uh, expectations somewhat at a high level? Well, if I had one word, I'd have to say overachieving right now. And that scares me because, I mean, you look at guys like Marcus Morris, guys like Terry Rozier, um, guys like Jason Tatum, and even Jalen Brown to a certain extent. There's no precedent for these guys to play this well for a playoff series. There's really no precedent for them to play this well in the regular season. And that scares me a ton going into the playoffs because you're talking about relying on players who are having a an elevated level of pressure that they've never really seen before. And, I mean, in the playoffs, the game speeds up, gets more physical, and it gets – we've seen in the playoffs. Stars shine in the playoffs. That's the way it works. You have the eight best teams from your conference, and there's no excuses anymore. There's no ticky-tack fouls for the most part unless you're in a, LeBron, a series against LeBron. You're, you know, you got to earn everything. And that's my fear with these guys is that, you know, you may have gotten a few cheap wins here and there throughout the regular season, Maybe a few shots that uh, you know people you know in the playoffs aren't going to give you, and so the players like the Marcus Morris's of the world and the Jason Tames of the world, you know these guys do they have the experience? Have they seen playoff basketball like this at this speed, at this level of intensity, and are they going to be able to adjust? Um, I think they did a great job closing out the regular season. You know, I'll, I'll say that as well. I think they did a great job closing out the regular season, and I think they are focused. My fear is your go-to guys aren't there. Starting this series, and well, actually, throughout the entire playoffs, your go-to guys are not going to be there all all series long. And I know we kind of look at this and say, okay, the new go-to guys are your Jalen Browns, your Jason Tatum's, your Marcus Morris, your your Terry Rozier's. But at the end of the day, when you have to have somebody take a, a last shot in a game four, five, six, seven, that is a hell of a different pressure than what you see in, in the middle of the regular season when you're just trying to win games against the playoffs. So I'm curious to see how it works. I think early in the series, we're going to see a lot of uh, heavy coaching, we'll say, uh, from Brad Stevens. I think a lot of the pressure of the series is going to go directly to him. And uh, if he can get these guys to react, then you know there's a good chance that they get through. But um, you know, if the bright lights show, you know, to be a little bit too much pressure for him, uh, you know, I, I'd be a little worried. What worries you the most about the Bucks? What's something that you think that, you know, guys like us who have been covering the Celtics will, you know, are are overlooking heading into this first round series? Well, I think the biggest thing with the Bucks, and actually it's kind of obvious, and I, you guys have probably mentioned it quite a few times, is that this is an incredibly athletic team. And not, mm. not that Boston isn't, but, you know, these guys you know, from Milwaukee, and they're almost in the same boat as what we're looking at this version of the Celtics to be, that you have athletic, hyper-talented players who are probably, I mean, if you look at the Bucks on paper, like Sean was just saying, this is probably a top three, worst-case scenario, top four team in the East. But uh, is their execution good enough? Is their coaching good enough? No, it hasn't been. It's been pretty much a failure to, you know, to, to most. So, I mean, you look at that Bucks team, and I think they are a matchup nightmare. You know, you don't, we realistically do not have an individual who can match up one-on-one with Giannis. You know, the Greek freak is, is, is on a plane by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have Gordon Hayward, maybe you're getting there. You know, I, I don't think you look at a Jason Tatum and say, well, he's going to be able to hold Giannis to, you know, 30% you know, shooting, and he's going to hold him to, you know, under 25 points. Giannis is going to have his way in this series, and he should. And I think he is going to be, you know, really the pivot point for, for everything that the Bucks do. But then you look around at guys like 
Chris Middleton, who, you know, he played 82 this year, scored over 20 points a game. I mean, that's another very good score. And, you know, who are you telling me he's going to match up with them? Is Jalen Brown going to shut down a, a guy who's putting 20, uh, 20 a game in? This Boston defense is very good, but the athleticism and the talent on on, uh, on Milwaukee, it scares the hell out of me. It really does. Yeah, I, I really think Chris Middleton could be like that. You know, obviously, Antetokounmpo is going to be the number one option on offense, but Middleton can just score, just flat out score, yeah. shoot. He's he's going to be a tough. I mean, I'm more worried about him than Bledsoe, hands down, because I'm not too worried about Bledsoe. But I mean, t- dude, if you think about that big three, Antetokounmpo, Middleton, Bledsoe, and then on the other side of the court, you're looking at probably a 19 year old, a 20 tw- year old, a 21 year old, and I don't know, Al Horford. <laughs> so I mean, like yeah. that's that's a uh, the Celtics are going to win on depth, and that that's that's asking that's asking a lot in the playoffs. Yeah, I think. Well, in in a way, like I'm glad you brought up Al Horford because I think that's something that Brad Stevens will definitely utilize. We've seen him in the past do the the uh, the, the point forward move. You know, we saw him do that with Jason Tatum not too long ago. You know, I think that's something he'll. Uh, Probably utilize at some point in this series. I think if things, if the going gets rough, I think he'll he'll turn to that, and I think that's a that's a matchup nightmare for this team. And I think when you look at the Celtics' pick and roll defense, that's something that's also tough for a guy like Giannis, who you can sort of counter. Uh, you know, guys like Marcus Morris. You know, Al Horford can defend the pick and roll a bit. I'm not saying that these guys are going to be, you know, one-on-one matches for for Giannis, but it's sort of like a pick-your-poison type of thing where, you know, you look at what Terry Rozier has done defensively, you know, what the backcourt has done. You know, I mean, they have guys that can that, that can defend, and I think that's not my concern. My concern is can this team uh, put up enough points on a consistent level, find their shot on a consistent level because this team is going to challenge Celtics to shoot. And if they're unable to knock down those jump shots, if they're unable – to come up with, you know, uh, go through these scoring droughts. That's what we saw in the second half of this last, you know, last time these two teams faced each other. That worries me a bit because the Milwaukee Bucks have Giannis on their side. They had the best player in the series. They have a guy who can capitalize on that drought, drop nine points or whatever, you know, nine, 11 points in three minutes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're down by double figures. Yeah. And also you know, that makes the, that makes the, all the difference in the world. I mean, don't forget too. I mean, he, if things are not going well, you can get the ball to Giannis. You know what I mean? You, exactly. you know who the ball is going to go the to. The Celtics don't have that. that it's got to be Tatum. It's going to be Tatum. It ha- I think most consistently it's going to be Tatum. I mean, I love Rosier and well, Mor- like Morris, about, but I mean, it's like what you well, that, all said, you know, last week, you don't know who was going to be. Yeah, that yeah. last game, that last game against the Bucks, though, there was no, Ro- there was no Rosier, there was no point guard at all. It that's was. Right. Yeah, I don't really take much of that. <laughs> it was Tatum. It was Larkin a little bit of. I guess they were forced to do not the even Larkin. Well, Larkin I guess was they were forced to do the point forward. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, other than other than Giannis in this in this series on the Celtics side, where the Celtics have. In their favor, we touched upon a little bit defense. They're the number one defensive team in the NBA. Um, I think we, I think a lot of people forget that Al Horford turned it up on, on another notch turned last up. season yeah. in the playoffs. Especially against the and I, I I I don't understand why he wouldn't do that again this yeah, time he's around. In a big spot here, <laughs> he's going to get more touches. He's going to get stat sheet like we've seen him do a lot this season. Is he capable of yeah, doing that in the in the in the playoffs? He did it. He did it last year in a full series. He did it last year. He did it. This he did it last year, all three series. Yeah, and I think this is a great matchup for him. I think this is a team that different team last year. Yeah, no, that's true. But I'm talking about in this matchup in particular. If you look at, you know, head to head, who who's going to slow him down? 
You know, if you put him in the block or if you put him outside or, you know, if you put him in a pick and roll situation, you know, we, we, we see what we've seen what he can do when that jump shot's flowing. We've seen what he can do on the block. I mean, these, if you look at the front court, the Bucks front court, there's, there's just not a lot of guys who can slow that down, especially when, when, when Al can get going, when he got the footwork down and when he's, you know, in attack mode. I, I think it's a, it's a bad matchup for the Bucks, you know? Yeah, I agree. All right. So. Do we want to make predictions, Zach? What do you think? What do you? What's your? What's your prediction? What do you? How do you? How do you see this series playing out? Well, I, I think it. Was, I don't know if it was Dutra or Sway said it best early on when you guys were talking when I was sitting here quietly. Uh, <laughs> this is this is not going to be a quick series. I don't think. No, I, I think no. you get two teams that are going to have to feel each other out early on in the series. So my gut says that Boston at home should be a, a pretty sure bet. I think they'll take care of business at home in the first uh, couple of games here. But when they go to Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee should, uh, you know, should get their uh, their mojo going and, and probably take at least a game, if not two, out there. And then I think it's kind of a it's one of those series, kind of like the Hawks series, the year that the the Celtics won it. The home team won every single game the entire series. So mm. that's kind of the way I'm feeling this one. I think Boston gets it by the skin of their ass. Um, <laughs> But it's going to be close. How are you going to say skin of their ass? Skin of their ass. It's not the same, bro. <laughs> like, like when, yeah, like when Jalen like popped up off from his ass last straight. year, like know, that. Whichever, whichever one you want to play. No, I think it's very close. I, 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 I see like this it. one going seven. Skin of his thigh. And I think it's going to be uh, lower. Thigh. It's going to be tough. I, you know, I, I think it's going to be really yeah. tough. I think we're going for Boston. They're going to have to have a player emerge in this series. You know, throughout the playoffs, they're going to have players. They're going to have to have players emerge either. Horford has to take control and, and, and be that veteran presence and be more of a scoring presence than he's been throughout most of his career in Boston so far. Or you're going to have to see one of the young guys really take a big step forward, you know, whether it's Rozier, whether it's uh, whether it's Tatum, whether it's Brown. I think one of those guys is going to have to take on a big part of the scoring load. And, um, you know, I mean, we could be – and this is kind of what I was thinking early on in the season, and I think we had a conversation about this way back when, but – when Gordon Hayward went down, we kind of all knew that this was going to be a tough year for the Celtics to go and win a championship, even though we had the, our, our, our feeling that, oh, you know, this team's so great. They have all these new players, and, you know, we felt really positive to start the year. When Hayward went down, we said, this might be a good thing because one of these, if not both of these young players, are going to have to learn about these tough, high-pressure situations, which is why this series might be an awesome learning experience for both of those guys. So that's going to be something that I really look out for, but I'll say Boston takes it in seven very, very tight. By the skin of their ass. Fun series to watch. <laughs> skin of their ass. Fat of their ass. It's gonna be close. <laughs> Upper thigh. All right, Zach. Let's. Uh, you know what? Let's let's do this. Let's, let's breeze through this bracket real quick. How about this? All right, we'll all chime in here, uh, depending on oh. what. If Zach says something, he's like, he's like, ah. If Zach says something, no, we'll get it in there. Don't worry, bro. We'll, we'll a, squeeze it in. A, this is not going in any chronological order. Then when have we ever? I know. <laughs> Gone. You know what? What's this, your first rodeo, bro? <laughs> first time on the College History Podcast. Hey, welcome to the College History Podcast. There, hey. <laughs> get familiar. All right, this, Phil, this is the season. This is the series premiere now. Because right, the last week was on the other side of things here. Four, 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 four. Philadelphia <laughs> versus Miami. All right, winner will play the winner of the Celtics versus the Bucks. Zach, who you got? Wait, before you answer, remember when you said Philly wasn't going to make the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nailed it. Why did I see that well, one coming? I, uh, Why did I not see that one coming? You guys shat all over me. No. What was that? I said oh, they would be fighting for a playoff Yeah, spot. we said that they would oh, be yeah, like in the bottom. Yeah, 
this show. You're so the bottom stupid. Half. No, I don't think. Dude, you wait, wait. I don't think no one. I think anyone said that they weren't going to make the playoffs, but no one. No one predicted they're going to be third and winning 50 games. Mm, yeah. Not even you. Yeah. Not I even had them you. at the four seed. You also had the Nets in the playoffs. They so were supposed to be the eight seed, okay? And it didn't work Shut out. your face. Yeah, Sean doesn't work both ways. You had the Nets making the playoffs. I did as a sleeper. I mean, I... I okay. The big question no. out of all this is uh, how did the Pistons not make the playoffs? Yeah, uh, the, I don't know, Zach. How didn't they make you, the playoffs? You know what? You know what really <laughs> screwed up all these predictions? <laughs> the Pacers. The Pacers really were the only team that yeah, no, literally know what he saw coming. None, none was no, the Pacers and the fucking Heat. Well, I mean, the Heat they were they were just good. Like yeah, they're, they're, they're at no, one point they were fourth. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm guessing Zach's probably gonna go with Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely sweep. Oh sweep! No, oh, the, Jesus. <laughs> this is another one where I mean, you've got a team who's limited in playoff experience with Philly. I love the talent. I think they're getting there, but that's a team for me. They're they're still. I mean, as soon as LeBron signs there, they'll be all right. But uh, <laughs> but you're forgetting you're forgetting one thing, Zach. No, you're forgetting one thing. Hey, it's a possibility. They went to they went to go visit Meek Mill. So they went to, they visited him in prison. Robert Kraft, you see that? They got wisdom. Words of wisdom from Meek Mill. I think they're going all the way. No, I'm kidding. What, what do you think? I didn't know they visit Meek. Robert Kraft did. So they had Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons. So I'm actually going next week too. Oh, where are you on the list? Yeah. yeah. Took it took some uh, uh pull some strings, but it's gonna be fun. Get some up, for me. All right, let's go on the other side then. Cleveland. Speaking of Cleveland, Cleveland versus the Pacers. Cleveland versus the Pacers. I am going to go Pacers. <laughs> wow, really? I, I don't like Cleveland at all. I, I don't I like that team right now. I think LeBron is a couple of bad losses away from checking out and saying, get me out of Cleveland. I think he's all done with it. The Tristan Thompson story, which is just awesome. Uh, <laughs> all of that. Just, just drama. Drama, drama, drama. Oh, the Kardashian curse, if you will. That chick was bad. Though. The one that he was with? Yes, please, yes, she please. was. I don't blame the Christian. I don't <laughs> yeah, blame yeah. Yeah, was. But at the, at the end of the day, you're a celebrity, man. Come on. You got to be more careful than that. Chilling out of He's Canadian. What, man. He's Canadian. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite story, man. I'm oh, so happy fine. about this shit. <laughs> I am so happy about Welcome this. No, nah, man. I love, I literally love when anything bad happens to Kardashians. It's like, yeah. it brightens my day, this. bro. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, but does it, is, is it really bad to them? As a more to like Cleveland Listen. and the curse. Listen, yeah, everyone watch Tristan go back to being old Tristan because of all this. I wouldn't be surprised. Nah, I mean, he's not, I mean they just signed. He, they just signed the Perk. Celtics, they signed Perk for a reason. Against the Celtics, Tristan is Tristan. <laughs> against all the other teams, he just sucks. Like you are getting Tristan Thompson. Like, Tristan Thompson versus the Celtics. He's a fucking ten-time All Star and a, know, a future Hall of Fame. They just signed their insurance with Perk. They're like, all right, man, we need you. We need you. We need you over here, Perk. Fresh off the Area Twenty One set. That's yes, the insurance policy for real. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with the Cavs. I don't think you know, no, no upset here. Cavs, that's, 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 that's definitely Cavs. Nah, you know, Lance is going to be blowing in some ears in this series. Cavs, and then also Philly. I'm picking Philly in the other one. All right, yeah, well, I got Philly in the other one. Too. Last one, uh, Joel. You got Philly or what? Philly. Yeah, you got Meek. Philly. I got Meek. Meek. All right. Can't go against Meek. No, nah, man. Markel Fultz is is back. You know that? Yeah. He's, yeah, he actually, he's actually he had a triple good. double in his. Uh, oh, Philly, by the way. Yeah, what they did to Milwaukee in that, se- in that season finale. No excuses, yeah. by the way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Though. Neither team was resting. Yeah. Wait, wait. Is it a ten points, ten assists, and ten rebounds like a fake triple double according to Dutra? It is, but not when you forgot just how checking. to shoot four months ago. That's actually pretty good. You know what that is? That Marco Fultz triple double was like it ri- only rivaled that fucking weird D League player that came out of nowhere 
And I'm like, oh, look at him. Yeah. He should have been in the NBA years ago. It's like that, that whatever that guy names on the Lakers. Andre Andre Ingram, man. Yeah, Andre so Ingram. yeah, the Celtics about to sign up next week. That man. was literally like somebody like got released from prison for a crime they didn't commit. <laughs> like that's how I felt. Like he was in the locker room, like. Oh man, ten years of my life was wasted in the G League. I could have been here balling. See what I could do? You like, bro, in the G League for no reason. They're like, bro, because of DNA, we found out you weren't you weren't found guilty, bro. <laughs> How can we repay you? Um, can I play with the Lakers for one last time right before I you know call it quits? All right, deal. And you'll and you'll wear the other Ingram's number, and, you and he what? won't play. And you know what? How about this? Everyone's gonna let you score. There you go. So. Is that why he looks like he's like 45 years old? How is that guy 32? He's 32, he's, man. He spent 10 years in a clink un- unwanted, man. 10 years of his life was like... Bro, that's, that dude that's stress. Like, that's stress beyond stress. That dude looks like the, the, the <laughs> uncle that goes to see his nephew who's going to, you know... The nephew's supposed to make it because he never did. And he just goes and supports uh, from the sideline. That's what he looked like. Yeah. 10 years, man. That dude is not 32. That's how 10 years looks when, you, when, when you're just like waiting for that call like he was, remember those like weird ESPN like he's like like he's like the, biopics of the D League when yeah. it first started with yeah. like when I remember I remember oh, they had, they had, a, they had a show, they had a series. I, the, yeah, I yeah. remember this vividly. The guy was like, "I got insurance, I can get my teeth fixed." <laughs> he's like, "I've been I've been playing I've been playing basketball for the past five years. Now the D League's here. I got insurance, man." Yeah, it's like. It's he's like, like walking out of the dentist hall like <laughs> fucking happy. <laughs> Magic Johnson gives him a hug. <laughs> You see all that the hype and everything, and then he actually delivered too. Nineteen points. He's like he's like the thirteen year old Dominican <laughs> baseball player that got signed to a single A team, and then when he gets finally gets called up, everyone questions him like, "Yo, how old are you for real, though?" I think he's not thirty two. There's no chance that he was thirty two. <laughs> oh no, he's definitely. I guarantee you, his wife didn't like believe him. He's like, "Hey, I'm saying I'm about to play." She's like, "Yo, you've been saying that." For She's years. like, "Well, you paid a fucking child support. <laughs> Stop fucking saying you're gonna play for the Lakers, all right?" <laughs> and go pick up. You go pick up groceries on your way home. <laughs> And then her phone's blowing up. Put on TNT. He's playing. He wasn't lying. Uh, this motherfucker. <laughs> and he's on national TV. Oh, I got. I got. I got to go talk to the judge. I got to up that. Uh, <laughs> that that alimony real so how quick. Much they pay for that game though. Yeah, <laughs> one game. What's that like? Thirty-two grand. Forty-five <laughs> percent in my pocket. Oh man, oh, Ingram. Okay, all right. Toronto. <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a tangent, man. My bad. <laughs> Toronto versus Washington. This is a great series. This, this is a great series. Going to be uh, one of the better. This is going to be one of the most entertaining series out of the Eastern Conference in the first round. Washington aside from Boston six. versus Milwaukee. I'm actually going with. I'm going with Toronto in seven, though. Washington I'm going with Toronto. Six. I'm going with the. Uh, I'm not going with the underdog. I'm going, I'm going with Toronto. Zach, who this, you got? Okay. Give me Toronto. Yeah, man. Toronto's on a mission, man. Toronto's on a mission. Look, Listen, this is. Uh, I, I wouldn't go that far. I just don't think Washington's worth shit. <laughs> I was like that. You're just not buying it. <laughs> no, this is th- these are the two teams that for the last like three or four seasons they're like this is the year, this is the year, and now they're finally gonna they're gonna play in and you know against each other in the playoffs this time early. Really, I think it's <laughs> I think it's a toss up, but well, I'm I- gonna go with Toronto in seven, but. I, it could go either way. I like how every <laughs> literally li- weird thing, literally in the all year, it's been like, well, but Toronto though, and then they get matched up with the Wizards, and now everyone's like, eh, eh, I really no, no, that's what I said. You can't <laughs> trust Toronto in the playoffs. Yeah, if you have to pick, but neither can DeRozan, you, can't, you can't trust the Wizards either. But listen, though. like last year, you oh, got you got good, a playoff John Wall and a playoff Bradley Beal, and they were balling. Yeah, you're Every right. Every right. year you get a playoff Lowry and DeRozan, and they fucking lay okay, stinkers. But, but what? Okay, you're right. But what pants. happens? 
No, but what ha- what happens to what happens to John Wall and, and, and Bradley Beal? One one or the other or both fall short when they're supposed to do their thing. That's what happened against so. that's what happened against the Celtics last year. John Wall, John Wall in the last two games, other than the other than the game winner in oh, game yeah. six, they were they were, they were, they they were, were a problem. No, other than the game Kelly winner, performance away from yeah, they would have they would have okay, beat us. But if what, it wasn't for Kelly Olynyk having no, a game of his life. Seriously, other than the game six game winner in Washington, Wall played like shit in that game, and he played like shit in game seven. I don't, I don't, I I don't uh, believe in that. But <laughs> you don't believe in that? I I think I, this is, this <laughs> it's what happened. I'm not saying it's what I think happened. Is Kyle Lowry? Like scoring four points in like three games in the playoffs, like like he's goals on stretches like that where he is just in fucking visible. The key, the key for Toronto winning in the playoffs in general is not Kyle Lowry. It's fucking DeRozan. I don't believe I don't like know. DeRozan. DeRozan doesn't DeRozan at some at some they'll, points they'll at some point this year. George. There's there's no I know you're right you're right you're right you're right they have depth they have depth they have depth they have depth no they have they have the type of depth that the Celtics have yes yeah that's because it's young depth that no one that no one believes in them type of depth and they're all European and shit all weird names and shit that's why I don't like them you mean like like Theus Tice like Van Fleet Siakam. What the hell do you say it? You mean like, like you mean like Owner Wube? You mean like that guy is? You mean like Yabuselli? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like Shemi? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so those type of names. No, but I, I feel like DeRozan at times he's like, oh, I gotta get this dude involved, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like rip, you know defer to him. No, he needs to be selfish if the if Toronto's gonna be successful in the playoffs, in my opinion. All right, let's head out west. Let's head out west. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, this is what I'm pumped about right here. All these series are gonna be crazy. Yeah, crazy. I feel like I feel like uh, well, well, west. I feel like future a mile. I don't know what's about to happen. Wait, you know, right for <laughs> the last, right for the last freestyle between B Rabbit and <laughs> but each of you guys, each you guys, you get a minute and a half a piece. Oh, <gasps> I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> Sean's like, what are you guys talking about? Come on, man. The last round of eight mile, the freestyle battle, bro. It's the final round. Mom, spaghetti. We got it. Papa Doc. <laughs> Against B Rabbit. B Rabbit. I don't know, man. I don't watch A Mile. This is the final round. I hate Brittany Murphy. You get a minute and a half a piece. All right, here we go. All right, <laughs> What do you say? R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's right. dead as a doornail. Yep, she's fucked up. No longer. <laughs> no, that was her last, last, uh, Fuck scene. But that was like casted her perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the last time she got fucked in a movie. All right, so wait, the wait, West, wait, so wait, the wait, West, wait, so wait, the wait, West, wait, the wait, West playoffs. Real quick. You've seen Aim though, right? Yeah, I've like I I've never I've never like sat down and been like I'm about to watch Eight Mile. I like see it on TV, watch it here and there. Like I've probably seen the whole thing. I don't think I've missed a scene, but I don't know. All right, we'll have to say that for the after show. All right, Golden State versus San Antonio. Zach, this is gonna be an easy one for Golden State. What do you think? What's going on here? I think so. I think San Antonio is uh not what they thought or not who they thought we thought they were. <laughs> So uh, yeah, no, that was tough to get out. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think Golden well, State's coming I mean, back. It, it's been it's been a roller coaster ride for those guys. I mean, two weeks ago or oh, two or three weeks ago, they were like top five, and now they're, now they're seven. Well, that's because that's because well, like the the West is yeah. five no, to ten is separated by yeah. one game, but like a game or half a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. They now just, who who's the eighth seed? Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, they did win. Yeah, yeah. Game. Uh, I missed it. Yeah, it was a good game. It was I last was, night. You know, oh, yeah, you were, uh, you were at the Sox, the Sox game. game, kid. Speaking of Minnesota, Minnesota versus Houston. Um, Houston in five, six? What do you think, Zach? Is Jimmy Butler going to play? Yeah, he's been playing. He's back. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, Minnesota. Upset. You got Minnesota. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not taking you seriously. Wow. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Um, 
Nah, this is you're this too, is one of those things where like if it does happen, no, you're like, no, told no, you guys. no, no, no. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly why. And no, then, 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 I don't believe in a Mike D'Antoni no, no, no. team. And then when Houston does win, you're gonna be like, dude, I wasn't serious about that. No, I no. This is this is something that I truly believe in. I think it's gonna go. I mean, at least it's gonna go seven. Okay. D'Antoni can't. D'Antoni can't coach in the playoffs. His teams never succeed in the playoffs. You have James Harden, who has never shown that he can put up like a solid playoff run. You have Chris Paul, who has never shown that he can put up a solid playoff run. I was a believer yeah, in the solid performances. I was a believer in the in the Rockets at the beginning of the year, but really, and I and I saw those things, and I said, you know what? Maybe they can push and push and push. All right. But you go up against the Timberwolves in the first round. This is probably the best eighth seed that's been in the playoffs in a very long time. Better than Denver in 1994? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, man. Against the Supersonics? The Oh, yeah. Sick. What was that, by the way? Literally, the, the only ground, thing I know screaming. about that is when Dikembe was on the ground screaming. <laughs> like, I don't know another fucking player who was on Denver. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. We'll go, we, we could go through it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. We could go through it. Yeah. Dale, oh, Dale? Dale Ellis. Oh, Dale. Robert Pack. One of the original. Oh, Robert Pack. Robert Pack <laughs> was not a contributor. <laughs> Still on his team, though. Still you you, you asked me who was on the squad. squad. And to answer your question, Zach, no. <laughs> Brian Stith, no. Houston did not go to the Western Conference Finals. That was San Antonio and the Warriors. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Ooh, San Antonio. Yeah. You know why? Because James, James Harden. Harden. Got blocked by Panny Chinoff. Yes. <laughs> and he went to a party right afterwards. <laughs> exactly. What do you think? Is this an upset or what? I'm calling it. I think both number one seeds are going no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be in, uh, you know, a lot of. Speculation like, oh, Minnesota just won the, their 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 game to get into the playoffs, but then they're gonna get swept. No, that's not gonna happen because Jimmy buckets, he's back. You got Thibodeau, who's you know he's a defensive minded coach. Um, but I still think pains me to say, I still think Houston wins it. All right, how about they win, they win it in six. All right, how about this? OKC versus Utah. That's gonna be a more. That's gonna be an interesting series. OKC versus Utah, and who's got the home court advantage? Uh, OKC. Yeah, OKC. <laughs> yeah, same. That's OKC. the thing about the Western you... Conference. In my opinion, I don't see any upsets, but I just think it's gonna be entertaining series throughout. Well, who's the three seed? Blazers. Portland man. first. It's the it's the Blazers kid. Portland's. Your boy Rondo's been balling, and this guy named Anthony Davis. Man, is those are amazing. some interesting matchups, man. This is going to be like, there's not a bad matchup there. Man, I can't wait this weekend. We're I mean, th- watch all think these about games. it: two, two versus seven. You got Warriors Spurs. Are you kidding? Like, even if it is Warriors Spurs, it's always entertaining. That Rockets Timberwolves series is going to be entertaining as hell. I think. And then, really, the only dud to me because I can't stand watching you is, is Utah. But then they got Mitchell. <laughs> I guess Mitchell's fun to watch. I hate Rubio more than anybody Your in the league. boy Jay's there. Jay's boy there. Jay. Jay's there. Jarepko, man. Come on. True. All right, Zach, what do you think? Any upsets? Are you on the same boat as me or what? No, uh, I'm going on OKC in this one. Well, that's not an upset, so you're on the same boat as me. Oh, well, in which case, chalk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about Portland and New Orleans, though? This one will be fun. This one will be fun because I think Anthony Davis is on top of his game right now. Dame Lillard is going nose to nose with. Two stars. I mean, these are two of the better teams that I don't think anyone really thought they'd be where they are right now. No. I think, I mean, Portland, I think a lot of people would have said, yeah, that's a playoff team. New Orleans, we were kind of skeptical, you know, whether or not uh, Davis and, and, and Cousins would, would mix and match uh, and I be was... able to really do what they what they did earlier in the season. But I don't know. I mean, this, this is a tough one. I, I'm going to go Pelicans, but 
I'm not confident in that. <laughs> so, the, so, so that is an upset then. I'm conflicted about <laughs> yeah, so we'll yeah, it. Yeah, so we got one. I'm no upset, but this is the only one that I'm really conflicted about because I'm thinking about. What's the thing about the four or five? That's well, well I'm thinking about yeah, the fact that three, I mean, six. oh, this is three six. My bad. Three six. I, you know, you look at what Rondo did last year well against the Celtics. Five. You know, with the Bulls, you've seen them battle adversity ever since losing Demarcus Cousins. I mean, they, they, if anything, they, you could argue that they kind of they, stepped it up a notch. They just signed they Jordan Crawford too. Oh my God! I mean, this and team re- is be realistically, balling. too. Really, the only reason why the Blazers are out of that like mush is because they went on that what twelve game winning streak. Yeah, after yeah. the All Star break, they were like, yeah, they... that. That that's separated <laughs> from the pack, and yeah, the Pelicans also went on a winning streak like that too. But they were like way out of the picture when it happened. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why they're in mush. So I don't think the Blazers are too far. I don't think they there's no there's no top three teams in the East. I mean, in the West. It's top two teams yeah, in the top West, two and, and then like, the rest, yeah, yeah. the standings don't matter after that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, so fucking give me the Pelicans. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, take the Pelicans, Pelicans too, man. I'm gonna take the Pelicans. So the other was only so. Pelicans sweep the board. Now, actually, I'm taking the Blazers. I, I, I think oh, okay. this. No, you know why? Because Lillard has consistently just been like, oh man, he's one of my favorite players. Knocked out every first round. Like I think, yeah, I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take the Blazers, just because I just uh, Anthony Davis, and then yeah, if you get playoff Rondo, great. Yeah, they need more than that. And I, then I uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be know, tough. Man, Maritage has been on a tear. I'm going, I'm going with I'm going Pelicans though. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Pelicans by but in seven. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, it's going seven. I'll give the Blazers the edge. Oh, I can't wait. Playoff basketball, you got to love it, fellas. <laughs> Zach, we appreciate you stopping by, man. Um, we'll see if uh, your predictions come through. If not, Sean will remind you why you <laughs> fucked up. Of course, <laughs> So don't think he's just picking on you, as you've seen in the past. He's kind of a douche. I don't know. I'm sitting right kind here, of. <laughs> he's like, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, sounds good, guys. O- always a pleasure. Uh, and let me know when I can uh, get in studio sometime. Yo, been, come through, long. man. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're building here. a new studio soon, man. Yeah, that's right. We're on the move again. All right. What else is new, I guess? <laughs> I know. Ever since we've started Dodging the podcast, those, we just can't stay in one place. Dodging those tax collectors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll never catch me. They're like, hey, hey, the rent's due. <laughs> 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 yeah, they would be like, what is that noise? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is that AIM connecting again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, we'll talk soon, bro. We'll get you on here soon. Later. Right. Good Thanks, guys. <laughs> Uh, so, Zach Pelka, I'm just, podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to comment on the way you ran that interview, Sway. All over the place, bro. What do you mean? I didn't know we were giving predictions. We sort of gave Yo, predictions. I said, I, I and we gave, didn't really give predictions. I did the run through before the before the, before we started, man. We were but then making you, predictions. I said we're going to run through the Celtics, make our predictions. Mm, I just and, feel and, and, and say bye to Zach. That's I just feel like we didn't predict the East, really. No, we predicted it. Okay, are we talking about the Celtics now? Predictions on the Celtics series? Well, yeah, we didn't make any predictions on the yeah, Celtics. We did. Oh, no, we didn't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. We See what I'm saying? Hey, listeners, tell me if that was fucking hard to follow. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? They'll still say, but it was fucking hilarious. Every <laughs> single, we went through every single series quick. Yeah, that's started, what we're supposed to do, man. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear a breakdown of every no, it single started, series. No, it started to pick up at the end, but it's I mean. Been like, this is like 40 minutes going. You, had the, you were like Forrest Gump running with those fucking leg braces. You broke them off halfway through, halfway down the road. Listen. Gotta gotta go through it, man. Do you know like the last two like playoff previews has been like two hours long? Yeah. Anybody, anybody, got, anybody got time for that? Are the Everyone. Celtics winning? Yes. I think we all know what we're gonna say here. Yeah. I'm making my prediction. Celtics and seven at home against the Bucks. They're probably gonna win about thirteen points. That's my prediction. Mm. Blow on game seven. 
I think the Celtics Maybe can win. Up, but 13 points. I think the Celtics can win only if Marcus Smart comes back. Okay. I think right. it's going to be very, very hard for them to beat the Bucks if they. I mean, just just because. So he'll change the series. I think so. Okay. I mean that boost that that's a big boost getting a starter back in the middle of the playoff series. That's a huge boost, and especially. I mean, Wait, I mean he's not a starter, but okay. Well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> now he would be a starter. Mm. And you know what? Okay, this is this mm. is why this is why I say mm. you know what you're getting out of Marcus Smart, right? If he can supplement some minutes from a guy who may be struggling, what if Terry Rozier isn't isn't having a great series? What if uh you know Jalen Brown is struggling or Tatum's struggling or Morris is struggling? Whatever the case is, he can take minutes, and you're not relying then on an unknown, right? You know what you're going to get from Smart, so I think that's huge. So Celtics, I'll go Celtics in seven with Marcus Smart coming back. I think it's going to go seven. All right, Joel, what do you got? Celtics in six. Six, huh? In six. They're going to win out there. On Bucktown, huh? Mm-hmm. Out there. On Buxton. Where the chowder heads are. Yeah, I don't. Chowder heads? <laughs> chowder heads? That's fucking here. Cheated, PBR heads? My fault. PBR. <laughs> the fucking. Milwaukee. Yeah, I meant to say bro. cheddar. I meant to say Yo, cheddar Sean heads. Sean loves PBR. <laughs> Yo, you got you to drink PBRs the whole series. No, I literally go to the yeah, bar. They're going to have all the craft beers in the world. And I'll just be like, hey, can I have a PBR? Let's Let me get that uh, two dollar PBR in the long can, please. Yeah, please. I like, I like I'll take nine of those. Bartender always goes, keeping the classy tonight, huh? Yes. And I go, why don't you fucking judge your own self? <laughs> what goes, do you do when you look at the mirror like, every day? All right, nine PBRs, that'll be uh, eighteen bucks. And I'll be like, here's the twenty, keep the change, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a full two dollars just and for at me. At that point, I'm fucking loaded. So uh, you know. <laughs> Sean's no, like Sean's like else, everybody's a winner. And the funny thing is everybody orders PBRs on nights where they, you know they're a little you know tight with cash. Yeah. No, Sean orders PBR because he loves it. Like, I do. To him it's like his beer of choice. Like literally, like sometimes I'll go into and I'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm not gonna do that today. Let me get a, a harpoon IPA. I'll drink that shit like, and nah, then I'll be like, nah, come on, PBRs, lie about too. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I just uh, immediately go back, revert to my old ways. Two dollars. Uh, good stuff. Two dollar PBS. Gotta love it. All right. So wait. So what did you say for the Celtics? I said Celtics in seven. On oh, seven. Okay. They're gonna win by thirteen. That's now. If Marcus, if if Marcus Smart doesn't come back, with or without Marcus, I, I think, with or without Marcus, I think the Celtics should take back, it in but. seven. They should take it in seven because they got All the right, bucks. Here's my thing about Marcus. I think, I think there's a really good chance we'll see Marcus the end of this, towards the end of the series. Sure. Because it's a contract year. I think once it gets towards the end, well, he has ahead of schedule. See how the series is going, and his agent is like, "All right, listen, Marcus, this team might not get out of this." Great point, Joel. What I said? The I said he is ahead of schedule. <laughs> According to a report. According to a report, I mean, he is ahead of schedule. Okay, go. But no, they're gonna say contrary to belief. As soon as the agent feels like, all right, the Celtics might lose this series, we need to get you out there to make one final lasting impression. So you can add a couple dollars to your to, to your new deal this yeah. upcoming summer. And I think it's going to happen, you know, maybe game six, maybe game seven. <laughs> I think if it does happen, it's going to be game seven, though, if I had to, uh, if I had to bet on it. Well, I, I, I think also, the Celtics already have their number. They don't, it doesn't matter. What yeah. I don't, Mars, what's I don't, I don't, he's just not thinking about the Celtics. Yeah. He's thinking about the NBA. But <laughs> the agent says, like, yo, you're on the national stage right now. He's like, they're not thinking about what the Celtics. I, I do offer. think the Celtics sort of know, like, he's probably going to get re-signed next year. I think he is. Uh, I'm still. I still. I still think somebody, agent. some stupid team, is gonna be like, really? See, I, I, I think the Celtics will hand, be cautious like, with them because I think if you're looking at next year and uh, you know you bring back Kyrie, team, you bring back Hayward, you have Smart, smart as your role player. 
they may be cautious with him this year because they say, like, what's the point of rushing him back? You know what I mean? And Marcus Smart may even see that. What's the point of me rushing back? Injuring this thing again. Marcus Smart will play right now if he has yeah. a chance. Yeah, yeah, sure. He doesn't care. He's been cleared for light practice. <laughs> light practice, meaning <laughs> jogging, like running, <laughs> dribbling, shooting, passing lightly. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a fun series. No squats. And, of course, we got you covered here. No uh, running. Causeway Street. New website, by the way, guys. If you haven't realized, causewaystreet.com. No more causewaystreetblog.com. Yeah. We axed the blog part, and it's just causewaystreet.com. Causeway Street. Check us out, man. We'll get you covered um, throughout the entire series. Got plenty of pieces in the works uh, before game one. And, of course, as the series goes on, we'll have plenty more. Uh, we got uh, practice going on Friday. Uh, practice Saturday as well, and uh, we'll have some pieces up off of those uh, off of those two practice uh, off of those quotes, and you can check us out, of course, at CausewayStreet.com, Facebook, Twitter. We we'll also have the articles up on there, and uh, yes, your place for uh, up to date coverage on the Boston Celtics playoff run. With that being said, let's wrap things up the way we wrap up every single episode here on the Causeway Street Podcast. We take our trip around the NBA. Joel reads some headlines. We laugh at him. We laugh at him. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what he got this this time around, Joel. What we got here is this is the end segment called In Case You Missed It. In Case You Missed It. Oh! Guess who's back in the NBA, guys? Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be his uh, debut. He did not. Uh, he had never okay. been in the NBA. Hold on, hold on. Let me it was a 10-year. I think he said per- it's probably Perkins. No, 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 no. no. Oh, well, it. he's there. He's back, too. He's but, but I, we, you know. Jordan Crawford. I, it wasn't. No, no. I said that already too. Oh, no, no, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. There was no foreshadowing, guys. This is. Oh. I said those guys, and then I'm part of my in case you missed it. Oh, um, who's back in the NBA? Somebody, yeah, Ingram. Yeah, he's not. That, he made his debut after after oh. 20 years. Oh, I know, I know. Um, what's his name? He was like, NBA TV. We we're making fun of the other day. Um, <laughs> Tony, oh! Oh, Tony Delk. What's his name? Played for the Cats for a while. It's Gooden. Close, but no. Um, Boozer, Carlos Boozer. Boozer. No. no. Oh, that's a good guess. Absolutely that's not. Even though I am convinced Carlos Boozer and Dwight Gooden, same person. <laughs> no, Dwight Gooden? That's not his name. No. Drew Gooden. Drew. Drew Gooden. Dwight Gooden was the pitcher for the Mets. All right, I give up. Who Loved was? cocaine. Ty Lawson. Oh, really? Ty Lawson. A 30-year-old. He was in China. Wasn't yeah, he? he was. He was in China. Where is he playing? 30-year-old point guard. He's still on the Signed with the Wizards. Playing with the Wizards had an uh, open roster spot. Wait what? Yeah, they had open roster spots on the Wizards. Can he play in the playoffs? I thought you can't play. Yeah, no, he can't. Be- he, he no, he can't because they had an open roster spot, so they didn't have to cut anybody. Oh, and the, uh, he wasn't he wasn't cut this year, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep, he didn't so play at all in the NBA, so he's been a free agent all all season long. Man, talk about another reason why they're going to beat the Raptors. There you go, Ty Lawson. Blast from the past, there. <laughs> the Wizards. Ty Lawson like, really loves alcohol. I'm never playing now. <laughs> loves alcohol. He does. Yeah, he and does. driving, yes. and driving oh, while drinking. Yeah, he he Jesus. thoroughly enjoys to drive while intoxicated. It was like it was like, hey, just don't do that anymore. Yeah. Have fun, make millions of dollars. Maybe China has really strict laws and he doesn't do that anymore. So, no, he just he just is he still in the sauce? I don't know. Did you ask him? I didn't ask. Is he still in the sauce? Can you, can you? I didn't ask him. I, I want to know. I mean, I think the way did he pass the Cavassier? I think the way is like. <laughs> you can't be driving like that. I think the capital, I think man. the Wizards and Puff it's Daddy said. You're okay in our book. Ty Lawson. It's a look like. I'm sorry. All right. What else you got? In case you missed it, New York and Orlando have coaching vacancies now, folks. I've heard. Oh, man. They fired. Jeff Hornacek. That's not Frank's fault, though. Out. Damn. Yeah, Frank. Fired. Fired just hours after they, <laughs> the Knicks beat 
the Cavaliers. He sucks. They didn't, they didn't wait. <laughs> Jeff they didn't, walk, they Jeff didn't walk, wait. Jeff walking the back was just like. He had his back. I'm packed. done, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think he even did his his uh, his post game press conference. They were like, "Yeah, we don't. We're not doing that for you today. You're, just come to our office when you when you're ready to." Yeah, come like back. if you know you're gonna get fired, <laughs> why do you even like stick it out? Like that's somehow well, gonna maybe, be like a good. Because he still gets paid. He probably didn't know. I guess he still gets paid. Well, he's gonna get paid regardless. Yeah, I he gets paid because like, he got just fired. Fucking fire me now. Yeah. And I fucking bring Patrick Ewing to coach. That's why. That's Patrick why you. Ewing to coach that's what I'm saying. That's why you never Take quit the job at Georgetown. You never quit unless you're. Dumb, like, you know, Patino, you don't you know, quit. You, know, you get they, fired, you get your money. <laughs> they told him, he was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so in two seasons, in, two seasons with the Knicks, 60 wins, 104 losses. 16? 60. 60. Oh. 60. <laughs> 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 they, won, they, they won more than that this year, bro. <laughs> uh, that was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they won seven games last year. Uh, I knew they were bad, but... <laughs> So uh, for K- yet, for those right? for those that don't know, well, I mean the Knicks fans know, Knicks have only won one playoff series in the last eighteen years. Yeah, that against was against the Celtics. Yeah, that yeah, <laughs> that triggered the collapse of the Big Three. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Ainge was like, "There's no way we can continue now." It, 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 they were like, "Wait, Carmelo just beat us in the p- <laughs> what?" <laughs> that's so, like <laughs> that's why Paul Pierce gave Doc Rivers a huge hug. He's like, "Yeah, we're done." <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, uh, no, we're done, right? <laughs> so uh, Orlando is the other vacancy. Frank Vogel was let go. Come on, yeah. After two seasons, yo, the Magic made so many goddamn mistakes in the past three years building their team. That's that's why I don't understand. Like you know, it's not Hornacek or Vogel's fault. They they just had a shitty roster. Like, what do you want? What do you want? That's true. Do you, what do you want? What do you want? Like Frank Vogel, you could have shown more patience with him. I mean, he's shown in the past. I mean, but they need to rebuild you, the coach. My guess it was mutual. T- it was probably mutual. You think? Yeah, I think. No, man. I think Frank had a good thing going there. I think you know Aaron Gordon a good got thing up. going 50, there. Fifty-four and fifty-four and one hundred ten. No, I'm saying two seasons. No, I'm saying Vogel. I'm saying the, the roster. <laughs> Fifteen wins. I'm saying the roster itself. I mean, you got you got uh, Vucevic was battling injuries. Gordon was battling injuries. Like, let these guys be healthy first, and then go from there. Nah. Like, <laughs> what's the alternative? Who do you, who, okay? Who's what's going to? What's the alternative? Well, I mean, I think let's hypothetically say that that team is 100% healthy. How many games do they win? Maybe 10 more. 30. They're a 30 win team. Who the hell knows? Oh, shit. I didn't even know. I didn't even know Frank Vogel was really coaching in the league. I just knew the two seasons combined, but um, you guys can battle that one. So let's just even divide 54 by two. Yeah, right. (laughs) Doesn't always work like that. Do it, guys. 27? Come on. Let me fucking do it. 27? I did it. 27. 27. 27. uh, So, so, so three more games. Three more games. No, they're they're a 30-win team either with Vucevic or without Vucevic. Aaron Gordon is... I mean, not a good player. They start off great. Well, they they Terrence, were like, like, like five and one. Yeah, dude. They, so this is this is the thing. First off, you traded you traded your your best draft pick in the past past couple of years. Twenty five and fifty seven this year. Yes, yeah, so they they so they win they win thirty games. Frank Vogel still gets fired at thirty games. Thirty three. I say thirty three. Second to worst team in the East. Yeah. And don't don't forget they started the season off what. Like five and one, five and one, seven so, and one, something like oh, that. Yeah, because that's always promising. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying five of those twenty five wins have been at the beginning of the year. Oh, okay, like, so that means from what they went, they went, <laughs> they, beat they the went twenty. They beat the Celtics. They went twenty and fifty the rest of the way. Twenty and fifty the rest of the way. Yeah. Not a good, not a good look. They beat the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Shout out to Frank Vogel. That's probably that's probably their best win of the season. Do you think they call out Fisdale? 
I don't know. Fisdale, how is that? How is Fisdale, I think, well, well, Fisdale's well, going to coach the Knicks. No, no, no. Going back to the Knicks, I think, I no, so. I think Mark Jackson's going to coach the Knicks. Like Mark Jackson? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think feel so. like what happened with Golden State makes teams hesitant to give him I also time. think you got to look at Brad Stevens and the Knicks may just look at um, the young coach from the tournament. I forget who it was. Maybe the, any, any college coach. They'll probably pick, try to pick a college yeah, coach. Yeah, I'm surprised ever since the Brad Stevens, you know, the success of Brad Stevens. And Bobby, we're, Bobby, we're uh, Bobby Davidson. <laughs> he's an OKC. I'm surprised we're not seeing organizations go He's not an OKC anymore? No, he's an OKC. That's what I mean. Yeah. He's a college coach, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I got you. I thought you were saying, like, saying like he was out, <laughs> like, he, oh, like ready, no, looking, ready for an NBA job. Two, two, two examples of college coaches being successful. Calipari or Coach Nix? <laughs> Calipari. Yeah, Rick Pitino is going to be uh, coaching the Magic. Hey, he's got no job. Yeah, that's what I was going at. So maybe Patrick Ewing now finally gets an opportunity in Orlando because not, not, not New York. What's, what, what college is he at right now? Patrick oh, Ewing. Pat Georgetown. And they suck this year. He's not a good coach. I thought he was coaching another school. No, it's, it's Georgetown. Hoyas. He coaches them. As opposed to Georgetown Bulldogs. Yo, he showed up last year when I was there for uh they had Celtics had practice there before game four. He showed up. Uh, well he went to Georgetown too. I know that, Sean. That part I know. <laughs> for some reason I thought he was You know who else some, went like, there? Small school. Alan Iverson. Hmm. You know who else went there? Dukembe. Alonzo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what else you got, Joe? <laughs> well, in case you missed him, if you're someone who's gotta announce the Oklahoma City Thunder on a regular basis and you watch, you know, Russell Westbrook every single game, whether it's home or away, you know, you might your emotions might get the best of you. What I'm trying to say is Oklahoma City in their in their last game of the season, one of their announcers made a comment about Russell Westbrook that might have been a little controversial. A little controversial. No. So why don't you guys take a listen? Okay. Oh, boy. Now, let me, it was one of those, huh? Yeah, it was one of those. Jeez, Joel pulled the audio, so that's how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a racial <laughs> slur? <laughs> that's the first thing. <laughs> he just, Oklahoma City. I hope he didn't call him nappy. Racial slurs. Tell me he didn't call him nappy. He should, he should go with, with what Sean likes to say, unkempt. Until <laughs> 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 he's the route, you got to go. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Steal for Westbrook. Taking the bump. Russell looking. Ferguson in the corner for three. Bang! Westbrook is out of his cotton-picking mind. Westbrook. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. What was that? That was just a little Southern racism <laughs> oh that just went, hey, I'm still, still in Oklahoma City, folks. That's not even a saying. Why would he say that? <laughs> if you guys didn't hear it. Cotton-picking mind. He said, That's Russell terrible. Westbrook. And I quote, is out of his cotton picking mind. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> I want to know the announcer that was right there with him. I wonder what his face was as soon as that came out of the, the, his, his, his partner's mouth there. Like, Jesus like what the fuck, fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> what did he, what that's did he not say a good look. He That's just goes, probably went silent for like yeah. four to ten seconds. No, 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 no. He, it keeps going. He keeps, you know, the the play keeps going, and you know, the, his partner is just, just silent, doesn't say shit, <laughs> and like fuck? no one talks about it until like it goes on social media and everywhere else. Russ is out of his <laughs> cotton fried chicken picking mind. <laughs> oh no! So 
Oh, so no. how did that go over? <laughs> is there any excuse? Is there any excuse? <laughs> no, that's not even a saying. No, it's that's, what would that's you say that? literally just like his dad probably grew up in Oklahoma City, who was a probably it just came out, very right? big racist back in the sixties. So he probably heard it as a kid. He's like, "Look at this guy!" It Subconsciously, is. Just yeah, came it just so came the, out. The thunder came out and said, "He should have said that." Yes, like, the remarks that. were offensive. Stephen Adams Nick, out of his boomerang in Nick, Nick, Nick Carlson. Uh, Stephen Adams. He's not his picking. He's out of his blooming onion mind. So the the Thunder play by play announcer. His wow. name is his name is Brian Davis. Okay, an older gentleman. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Um, Voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Where's New Balances? <laughs> In a statement by the uh, vice president of broadcasting for the the Thunder, we think obviously. The use of the term was offensive and inappropriate. <laughs> Did they say the use of the term and then put in quotations or something? <laughs> no, this, this, no, I'm saying I'm, this is like the quote I'm reading from them. I could just imagine the dude when he found out. He was just like, and I, said, what? <laughs> and I, I, I got to freaking make a statement about this? <laughs> Jeez. And, and I expressed this to Brian last night, according to uh, Dan Mahoney. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Brian is... <laughs> Brian assures me that he did not mean that in a derogatory way, and he apologizes. <laughs> he but again, like in the, in the we feel strongly anyway. we feel strongly that it's inappropriate and once again offensive. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love how ESPN. Imagine if he tries to like justify it. He's like, I always talk to my white friends and say they're out of their cotton picking minds too. All right, it's just a saying that I use. I love how ESPN tries to, uh, like, you know, in case anyone doesn't know. The phrase, out of his cotton pick in mind, which loosely means, in quotes, crazy, had its origins in describing workers who harvested cotton crops in the South. It was Worker, often perceived workers? as derogatory, <laughs> yeah. with racial overtones. I don't think they were workers. I don't think anyone was getting paid in that situation. It set off a firestorm on social media. No, no shit, ESPN. Really. Really. Free workers. Really. Uh, who were... Uh, and another word for that. <laughs> they got a way. They got a other word for that. So I take it the next time the Oklahoma City plays, we'll hear from Mr. Brian Davis. Now, I don't know if this is going too far, but <laughs> could you imagine the first person to actually say? <laughs> oh, 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 when they oh, when they were interviewing like oh, like Westwood at the end of no, I mean, Westbrook like, at the end in, of the like, game. History. Yo, did you hear what Brian oh, Davis said, bro? I mean, like in like mind. history, like someone's just watching. <laughs> And they're like, that guy's out of his cotton picking mind. <laughs> you know what he did? Uh, yeah, you mean that, you that, mean that, that crazy fella over there? That was the guy. Who out of his cotton picking mind. The guy who tried to run away from the plantation. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. That was the first person who was referred uh, to that way. Oh, Jesus Christ. That brown fella over there. Wow. Surprised I haven't heard about this. Yeah, so, me too. You can't make this stuff up, folks. No, you really can't. You can't. So I decided uh, to. You said it with so much like fever. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just loved it. No, because it, the first thing when I when I read the piece and I heard about it, and it was all over so, uh, social media, I was like, I, I wonder if he even realized until someone was like, dude, did you realize what you just like said? Ron Burgundy. First time out. <laughs> First like time Ron out. Burgundy. As soon as they call it, as soon as the dead ball. Like TV we'll time out right or whatever. <laughs> he just like takes a sip of his diet. Headsets off. What the hell is wrong with you, bro? He's like, what? What? what did, I, did I scream in your, in your, in your ear too loud? Or you know what, what you just did. did, did was, yeah, it's like Ron Burgundy. Was my, you know what you just did. Was my cigarette you know, in your face? I'm sorry. What, what did I say? By the way. Because <laughs> you know he's smoking while he's, um, while he's uh, talking about Westbrook. Doing a play-by-play. Another triple-double. Yeah. 
no, no, no. Oh, triple double average. Yeah, not not the, the game. Season. Yeah, yeah. He's to get he went season. out of his way to make sure he yeah. grabbed like well, twenty rebounds good. and like got twenty. Put up like nineteen assists. Good. <laughs> yeah. He just like you know that's okay. He just still rebounds away from his teammates. It doesn't matter because wow. you know he did play out of his cotton pick in mind. Mm. And that is it for. In case you missed it, this uh racial overtone. In case you missed it, is uh <laughs> brought to you by Andrew Jemima. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. <laughs> no, man, this is the last episode of the Cosmic Podcast. If we if we did a close up shop last episode, this is it right here, folks. Follow us on Twitter, obviously. <laughs> hey, we got a new website, guys. Yes, new website, CosmicStreet.com. Oh, and make sure you give Zach to a follow. I forgot. Oh yeah. yeah OTW Sports. Um, we'll have him back on. Of course, Zach is uh, one of the uh, writers for Causeway Street. Uh, I'm sure he'll get something up there soon as well. I'm sure, I'm sure after he hears the in case you missed it, he's going to not want to come back. But Yeah, he might. He might. Um, <laughs> and this is why we don't have any sponsors. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. No, man, that's literally a conversation that's been had with you, I'm sure. Then This is what? What the fuck is this? You want a fucking sponsor? I don't want to sponsor you. I've actually had the conversation of, I don't understand, like, you know, a lot of other podcasts getting picked up. But for some reason, you know, I guess you guys don't have a sponsor for a little while. I'm like, I think I know the reason. <laughs> hey, we're, 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 we are who we are, right? All right. We are who we think we are. We're not your, uh, typical sports podcast, all right? But we're good. We get, we get great feedback. We got good following. We love our fans, man. So we have to, hey, hey, we're case, faithful to who we are. In case I don't say enough, guys, I got number love for y'all. And I'm going down with the ship. Doesn't matter what happens. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna get the after show going. It's gonna be good, mm-hmm. exclusive. Mm-hmm. That's coming. Patreon, we're doing big things. Big things coming. Especially the Celtics keep tuned. playing longer and longer this postseason. Stay tuned, College of Street Podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, guys. And we out. Bye. Put that away, sir. Jesus Christ. Bye.